0: Hey guys, welcome back to this week's show. I think today's episode is gonna be very popular. I'm so glad to have you on board and tuned in for today's show and I think you're gonna get plenty of value out of what I have to say. And also hang around to the end of the episode where I'll go through this week's social media question of the week and that is in regards to abs training and more specifically, when is the best time to train your abs in the session? At the start or at the end? So make sure you hang around for that. Let's get stuck into the main part of today's show. Alright let's get stuck right into it. So the topic of today's episode as you would have seen in the title of the podcast is how to optimally set up your week and your training split to make sure that you're getting the most out of your training in terms of strength gains, muscle mass, fat loss, whatever it is that you're after, whatever your goal is. We want to make sure that your your training split. So what I mean by that is how you're structuring your sessions uh, on each day that you go into the gym. We want to make sure that that structure is as optimal as possible. So I'm going to go through a few different examples today of how you could set up your week depending on how many days you can go to the gym. So, the first thing I want to mention is you should know by now if you've been following this podcast for a while, and if you're a natural lifter, that you need to be stimulating the muscles more than one time per week. So, that training or that workout split that you've seen in Flex Magazine or you've seen on bodybuilding.com where you're training every muscle group once per week. So, you might train chest, then back, shoulders, legs, and then arms. It's just not optimal for a natural athlete and it doesn't take that long to recover. And really the only people that should be following that split is someone that's extremely enhanced, so pharmaceutically enhanced, and just absolutely tearing their muscles to shreds in each session and it genuinely may take them a lot longer to recover from that session. But for the most of us and majority of us and probably everybody who is listening at the moment, we need to be stimulating the muscles at least twice per week. I always use the example of, Uh, you know if you had if you trained your legs 52 times per year compared to 104 times per year so either once a week or twice a week which one do you reckon would get the better results and i think it's pretty straightforward 104 is clearly going to get better results than 52 times per year so first things first we want to make sure that with our training split we're stimulating each muscle at least twice per week so Not all of us can go to the gym six days a week, five days a week. Some people can only make it a couple of times a week. Um, Maybe it's three, maybe it's four. Maybe you can only get to the gym once per week. In my opinion, I think everybody can train more than once per week. And if you you feel as though you don't have time, it's just a matter of making time and making it a priority. Uh, And if that's you, if you're listening and you feel like you can only get there once per week, then maybe you need to be getting up earlier. Maybe you need to be staying up a little bit later. Maybe you need to start getting better at how you schedule your time um, or or how you manage your time. But as I said, I'm going to go through an example of how you could set up your weekly training split depending on how many days you can go to the gym. So let's start with one day per week. So if you're only able to get to the gym one day per week, then I would highly recommend training your full body, Um, really focusing on all the compound movements. So an example of a session may be a, uh, let's just go with, a deadlift, some some form of pulling exercise, so whether it's pull downs, um, whether it's pull ups, some sort of horizontal press, so a bench press, a vertical press, an overhead press, a row, uh, lunges, maybe a Romanian deadlift, some form of of hamstring exercise, obviously we've got the deadlifts in there at the start, and then you may do a front squat or a leg press instead of loading up the spine with a, a barbell squat if you've already done deadlifts. But you want to cover all muscle groups. Um, So you shouldn't be focusing on accessory movements or isolation exercises. You want to be picking exercises that are going to give you the most bang for your buck. And I'm going to put an article in the show notes where you can go and check out a blog on my website where I actually wrote an article on what exercises do give you the most bang for your buck. So you can go and check that out. But... If you're only training once per week, then I would highly recommend hitting every muscle group um, in that one session and trying to get a good amount of volume in um, because you're not gonna be in the gym again for the rest of the week. If you can go to the gym two days per week, the two options that I would run with here is either do two full body sessions which is probably the most optimal um, decision here because as I said at the start we want to be trying to hit every muscle group at least twice per week so if you're doing full body twice a week then you're going to be stimulating each muscle twice per week the other option uh, if you really don't want to train full body twice is an upper and a lower split so upper body on one day lower body on the next day but as I just said keep in mind you're not going to be you're not going to be training each muscle, more than, like enough that week uh, to really see the most optimal results you're not going to be getting the most out of your training so I would highly recommend going with full body two days per week if you can only get in the gym twice three days per week we have a couple of options here we could go with an upper body a lower body and then a full body um, I highly I highly recommend this program I like it I've got a few clients at the moment that are only doing strength training three times per week So i've got them coming in on a monday doing upper body on a wednesday they'll do lower body and then either a friday or a saturday depending on how long it takes them to recover from the wednesday session they'll do full body so hitting each muscle group twice per week getting in enough volume to see good strength and muscle gain as well Um, the other option there is to do three full body sessions the only thing with that option is that you would have to go with a little bit lower volume. Um, and what I mean by that is maybe you keep the intensity a little bit higher in the sessions, so the weight a little bit higher, the reps a little bit lower, but just don't do as many reps if you're training full body three times per week. Um, and you'll just have to play around with how long you have in between sessions. Uh, and before I go into four days a week, that might be worth touching on just quickly, is, is how long you should be resting between sessions, between training sessions. Ideally, you want to have your, your training split set up in a way where you don't need to be taking a rest day every second day or even every third day. Um, but if you are training full body and you're only training three times per week, then I, I would I would not recommend going into the gym Monday, when, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday or three days in a row or even two days on, one day off, one day on uh, and getting your three sessions done as quick as possible. Because you're not going to be recovered enough in between those sessions and you're not going to get the most out of your session. So, If you're training full body, if your training program is all full body, I would recommend having one day off between your your workouts at least, and possibly two depending on how sore you pull up from that session. All right, four days a week, our options here. Uh, The two options that I stick with with four days is either an upper, lower, upper, lower. Um, So you might do Monday, upper, lower on Tuesday, Wednesday off, Thursday, upper, Friday, lower. Um, the way you set that up is completely up to you, but that's a great way to do it. Again, stimulating each each muscle group twice per week. Uh, I'm a big fan of the upper lower program. Uh, if you haven't tried it before, I'd I'd recommend giving it a go. A lot of people or some people tend to find, um, that they just don't like having to do so much or so many different exercises in one session. So if you're training upper body, for example, you've got to hit your chest, your triceps, Uh, biceps, shoulders, traps, back, um, all in one session. For some people, they just don't enjoy that. So the other option you could go with on four days, maybe a push, pull, legs, and then full body. So by push, um, these are upper body, so upper body push, upper body pull. So an upper body push would be chest, triceps, delts. An upper body pull would be lats, so back, rear delts, and biceps um and then legs obviously or lower it's pretty straightforward and then full body hitting each muscle group in that session as well so again we are hitting each muscle group twice per week so just to go over that four day option one more time the first option would be to do an upper lower upper lower that's your first split or the other option would be to do upper body push upper body pull lower body and then full body so that's our two options there now for the next three options, so uh, five days, six days, and seven days. I'm just going to give you one option, and this is the option that I've found to work the most optimally. Everybody is different. Um, You may not respond that well to this type of programming. uh, That's fine, but it definitely is worth giving a try and and see how you go. You might really like it. You might see some great progress, and if you do want some workouts that go with these splits that I'm mentioning in today's podcast, feel free to shoot me an email Danny at dannykennedyfitness.com. I'd love to hook you up with a bit of a program or as an example of, of how um, I would actually put the exercises in, what compound movements I would stick with, what accessory exercises I would use, um, and also how I would structure it throughout my week. So what days I would do, what workouts on, just to give you a bit of a, a helping hand. So if you do want that, send me an email. Um, I'll happily send you some examples so you can go ahead and use those. But If you're able to get to the gym five days per week, Um, a program that's worked extremely effectively for me is an upper body strength, a lower body strength, a upper body hypertrophy push session, so chest, tries and delts, a lower body hypertrophy session, and then an upper body pull hypertrophy session. So you got your five days there. The way I would set that up would be Monday, I would do upper body strength. So we're just going for lower reps, higher intensity, so heavier weights, heavier loads, uh, Tuesday I would do lower body strength, I would take a day off on Wednesday, on Thursday I would do upper body push and that's hypertrophy so we're getting higher, higher volume so higher reps a little bit more moderate loads, Friday I would do lower body volume or hypertrophy and then Saturday I would do uh, upper body pull hypertrophy so your back, biceps, and uh, and rear delts. So, that's how i would structure that um, guys and that's that's also brings in another element of programming which we could do a full episode on but inside this program here i'm actually going as you as i just mentioned i'm going more strength and power early in the week and then later in the week i'm getting in a bit more volume so it's um it's not linear periodization now it's kind of undulated periodization which for some of you you may understand what that means some of you may not but when I say linear periodization, um, if I was doing this this split with linear periodization, um, every session that week would be in roughly the same rep range with the same form of loads. When I say undulated, that means that it's not the same. So earlier in the week, as I said, the intensity is higher, the volume is lower. Later in the week, the intensity is lower, but the volume is a lot higher. In those hypertrophy sessions, I'm going extremely hard, uh, doing a lot more volume, a lot more intensity techniques and and whatnot to really get that volume right up towards the end of the week. And I really like this style of programming. Um, The strength, power and hypertrophy is what I call it. Over five days, I've found that to be extremely effective. I'm currently transitioning out of the, the training block I'm in at the moment where I'm doing six days. And I'm going to go back to this real soon. I've found that it is highly effective um, not only for muscle and strength gain, but also for fat loss as well um, and to really bump up your energy expenditure. So I'd highly recommend giving that a go. Moving on to six days, if you're extremely committed, you're making enough time or you're making uh, an effort to make time to get to the gym six days per week, good on you. That's awesome. It's obviously high on (coughs) Excuse me excuse me, high on your priority list, which is fantastic. The way I would set this up would be push, pull, legs, and then repeat, push, pull, legs. So I like to call this PPL6, so six days. Push, pull, legs, push, pull, legs, then have a day off. Um, And by push, as I mentioned before, I'm talking about chest, triceps, delts, pull, back, so lats, um, rear delts, biceps, uh, and then lower body pretty straightforward Um, and again as i said i could go into a full episode about how i would structure these workouts what exercises i would choose from um, but just i'll I'll give you a quick example of what kind of compound movements i would go with that week so the big lifts Um, so the first push day i might do a a flat bench press the second push day i might do an incline bench press Um, so i'm changing up those two first movements the first pull day i might do a uh a weighted pull up or some form of pull down. The second pull day I might start with a heavy row. Um, The first leg day I may start with a box squat or a front squat or just a regular squat. The second leg day, I may do a deadlift, some form of deadlift, whether it's conventional, sumo, trap bar, doesn't really matter. Um, but I'm not doing the exact same workout twice in one week. I'm keep, I'm changing up the exercises, but I'm still hitting each muscle group twice per week. And remember guys, your body doesn't go, oh, he's doing squats today, and he's doing squats again in two days time. It, 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 it recognizes that you're stimulating a muscle. It doesn't know what exercise you're doing. So you don't need to be always doing the same exercises However, you know by now that you need to be focusing on progressively overloading the muscle, which to do that, you need to get good at the lift. So strength training is a skill, so I'd highly recommend trying to, to practice the exercise that you want to get better at at least once per week, or at least that movement anyway. So that's how I'd set up six days. Now finally, before we move on to the social media question of the week and wrap up today's episode, how would you structure seven days? I wouldn't. I would not do that. I would not train seven days per week. Your body needs time to rest and recover. If you are training seven days a week, you're doing too much and, you, and you're gonna start to see diminishing returns. And what I mean by that is that you're putting in all this effort and you're actually gonna be dropping off. You're not gonna be seeing the progress that you wanna see. And that can be really discouraging. And although you may feel that you know, you're know you extremely motivated and committed doing seven days per week, it's actually gonna be doing you more harm than good. So. Seven days a week is out. We're not doing that, guys. We've got the one day, two day, three days, four days, five days, six days, but no seven days. Now, just before we move on to this, this question of the week, I, I want to give you my recommendation of how many days per week would be optimal. In my opinion, I think you need to be getting a minimum of three days per week. Uh, and the sweet spot, I, I think, is five days per week. If you are really serious about your training and you're programming very well, then six days a week is fantastic. But anywhere between three and five, you're going to see really good results in in regards to strength, muscle gain, and also fat loss. Depending on what your goal is, maybe it's muscle endurance, maybe you know it's some form of rehab. Either way, you're going to see great results. So I hope this episode's helped you. Um, If it has, as always, guys, make sure you take a screenshot of today's episode, put it on your Instagram story, uh, post a link to the episode on your Facebook, maybe you put it on your Snapchat, do whatever you can to help keep bumping these downloads up so we can get um, this content out to more ears and help more people. So thanks for tuning in. Now make sure you hang around for this week's social media question of the week. All right, this week's social media question of the week is in regards to core training, abs, I mentioned that at the start of the episode, and the question is, when is the best time to train your abs? At the start or at the end of the session? Now, it depends on what lift you're doing that session. So firstly, the number one rule is never train your core or your abs at the start of a lower body session, because we want want your core to be activated and as fresh as possible if we're doing lifts like squats, deadlifts, lunges, all that good stuff. We want to be nice and strong through our core. So if we're going in fatiguing it before we start, that's not great. You're going to be at a higher risk of injuring your back. If we're training upper body, I don't think it's as important to keep the core training towards the end. And if I'm being honest, I like to do my ab training at the start of the session when I train upper body because I just don't like training abs. It just doesn't excite me that much. I don't really enjoy it, but I am making a conscious effort to train my core a lot more often. So what I'll do is I'll go in I'll have my pre workout supplement. I'll do a little bit of mobility, um, some activation, and then I'll do my abs, and then I'll do the rest of my upper body session. But no, a non negotiable is on lower body day. I do not train core before I do my lower body session. I'll always do it at the end. Um, so I'm about to head in today and train my legs. I'll go in, do my mobility, I'll do some activation, some foam rolling, all that good stuff. I'll do my my session, um, get all the numbers out that I need to hit, and at the end of the session, as much as I won't want to do it, I'll do my core training then, after I've used my core in the exercises that are more important. Um, So I hope this helps. Again, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. been getting some great feedback lately, which is awesome. If you have any ideas or topics you want to be covered on the show, send me an email, danny at dannykennedyfitness.com. I'd love to hear from you. Hope you're having a fantastic day, and I'll chat to you in next week's episode.